Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to another episode. I'm so excited because today we are going to be discussing lady parts, female genitalia, (laughs) vaginas. This is obviously going to be targeted more towards my female audience, my lady friends, but of course any gender is welcome. I don't discriminate and I actually think it would be beneficial for more people to listen to this conversation about vaginas. My goal of this podcast is to normalize conversations, you know, like release the stigma and just talk about the things that everyone thinks about and goes through, but for some reason we feel uncomfortable talking about certain things and I I don't really know why. Personally, I am an open book. I don't mind discussing things. I actually enjoy it. And I was thinking last night at around two in the morning about how there's so much about vaginas and the female reproductive system in general that we don't talk about or even know about thanks to our education system, which I won't even go into. There's a huge gap of knowledge about females in general, but like specifically vaginas, including girls like there was a lot of things like I didn't even know I put this on my Instagram story yesterday and I'm so excited that so many of you want to talk about this and wanted me to talk about this and had so much so many suggestions for me to talk about and there was things that I didn't even know about too which I'm going to now talk about in this episode which I think is really cool and the reason I think it's so important is because it can lead to a lot of insecurities for girls and honestly sometimes be dangerous if you don't know about it and I feel like we just we're not comfortable talking about it and we're not comfortable in our own bodies and that's something that I really want to promote or not even promote I don't like the way that I just phrased that but like I it's something that I care deeply about is like girls feeling comfortable in their bodies and being proud of their bodies and so that's what we're going to do today so thank you for all the suggestions on my Instagram and again, I'm so glad that this is a topic you're interested in and you want to like normalize. I think that's just so awesome. So what kind of got me thinking about this was I feel like male genitals are talked about a lot. Like it's very often that we say like dick or even penis and we're like just comfortable talking about it. And we talk about like the size of guys and I don't know, for some reason saying the word vagina can make people feel uncomfortable not only to hear but to say like vagina 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 let's just like clear the air right now um (laughs) guys have often seen each other's dicks like I don't know why they do this I think it's great but like I just feel like they change in front of each other more and they're just like more comfortable I just I know that like every guy friend or just groups of guys like they've just for some reason have seen each other naked and I mean like it's really hard to not see like it's just hanging out there it's kind of hard to miss like a dick like it's like attached right to the front of them if you know what I'm saying but girls even if we do change in front of each other it's hard to see like it's all up in there like we don't really like widespread when we get changed and be like here's my vagina come take a closer look at it (laughs) and also girls are just not as common to get changed in front of each other which I think needs to be addressed here. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing if you don't. I get it. It can be uncomfortable um, and we have like insecurities and whatever. And so if you don't want to get like naked in front of your friends, I can understand where you're coming from. But I think we need to get over that as a group of women. And here is why. You should not feel ashamed about your body, especially around other women. 
because by embracing your body, we can embrace all women's bodies and the differences between them. And I think that looking at other girls' bodies shows us that everyone is different and that's okay. You notice the differences and you also notice the similarities, which can make you feel more comfortable about yourself. And if you're like if you're like me, you're way harder on yourself than you are with others. So you're less likely to judge somebody else um, than you are like to judge yourself. I judge myself a lot, but I typically like don't judge other women. I see them as very beautiful. So having more realistic representations of women other than what you see on like social media and movies and stuff can make you more comfortable with your own body and your own insecurities and realize that it's not something that you should be insecure about at all. And I'll tell you a little story. One time I was going for my tanning when I competed like a couple years ago and I went into the room thinking I was going to be tanned naked by myself and I walked in to be pleasantly surprised by like 30 naked women and I've never seen that many naked women before I don't think ever let alone all at once in the same room and I was standing there being tanned spreading my legs naked in front of a bunch of strangers and I realized looking around like kind of how nice it was to see other girls bodies and all of the ways in which we are beautiful in our own way And it just made me feel better about my body because I was seeing things that I was insecure about on my own body and that other girls also had. And I think that by seeing all these different kinds of bodies, it just made me realize like how different we really all are. Like I'd never, I just had never seen that before. And it was a really cool experience for me. So I think it's really beneficial to I'm not saying go get naked in front of a bunch of random people, although I think would make a really large impact. Um, But anyways, but like try just like feeling more comfortable getting naked in front of your friends, like do it together, like talk about it. Like I saw this TikTok the other day about like these girls who had like never seen each other's like boobs. So they're like showing each other their boobs and they like film their reaction, which I thought was really funny. And they were just like, oh my God, like you're different, like cool, like your boobs look like that, like my boobs look like this, or I don't know. It's a, I feel like it's a little bit more weird to like spread your legs in front of someone and be like, hey, check out my vagina. But, you know, personally, I've seen my friends' vaginas and I have friends who have seen my vagina. And you know what? We're closer because of it. And we are, we just talk about things more. And it just makes us like not judge ourselves so much. And maybe you've seen vaginas on porn, but I've heard that they all look the same and are like, um, and like are really like pretty vaginas. Like, I don't know if I've ever actually really paid that much attention to it when watching porn, but I heard this the other day. I don't remember where or why I heard that, but it also got me thinking about vaginas um, and how if we just saw more of them, we would realize how different they all are. So anyways, as a starting point, If you have never taken a handheld mirror between your legs, that is something that I highly suggest doing. Explore her, get to know her, become familiar with her, and make friends with your vagina. Be proud of her and love her because because that is your holy grail right there. That is your power source. Like She is powerful and so are you. And you know, why let someone else get to know her when you haven't done that yet? It actually surprises me that no one's ever that I have friends who have like never actually done this before. Like I thought that was something that we have all done at some point, maybe for a reason or maybe 
literally just to explore it, see what it looks like down there, you know? I think that's really important. And every vagina is different. So let's do some quick anatomy, okay? So the vulva is the part of your vagina that is like external to the bar- the body. And when people say vagina, they're actually like talking about the vulva. It's like the whole, it in- it's like the bulk of your vagina. It includes like the labia, the labia, sorry, <laughs> the clitoris, vaginal opening, and also the opening to your urethra, your pee hole. Um, the lips are called the labia. So when you're talking about like your vagina lips, you're talking about your labia. Um, your outer labia is like the part that looks like skin. The, it's a little bit more of like puffy. Some people have like puffy vaginas and they kind of like bulge out a little bit. That's okay. So, some people have it. Some people don't. Mine's like pretty flat. Um, and then your inner lips are your inner labia. And they're like the ones that are on the inside. Then they kind of like surround the vagina, like the vagina a little bit. Well, not the vagina. They technically surround like the, the vulva, but for the purpose of this video, most people refer to the vulva as the vagina as a whole. So we'll just kind of like stick to that terminology. And your um, labia, the ones on the inside, go from the clitoris to the opening of your actual vagina hole. So girls get insecure about all of this sometimes because they're all different and like your labia it can be short or long it can be wrinkly it can be smooth um some i've often one lip is actually bigger than the other or not bigger longer than the other that's normal too i don't really i think mine are like roughly the same size i've actually never measured but like that, that could be something i would be interested in doing after this podcast um they're also very in color some are like pink brown black like darker lighter it can change as you like age um some people have larger like outer lips than inner lips which can cause it to like um look like it's like almost dangling um and then many have like larger outer lips which is basically like yeah like this the puffy outer part of your vagina then the inside mine dangles like a little bit but like not a lot i don't know if that's like interesting to you i've Anyways, I'm not going to like talk about my vagina a lot, but I don't know. Maybe I will. Um, so so both are like sensitive. Um, my outer labia, like I don't really, it's not that sensitive to me. Um, but they swell when you're turned on actually. And so the next is the clitoris, which to me is like the holy grail. Um, it's covered by a hood. Some are small like pea-sized and some are bigger like they can get I don't remember the size that they can get like I want to say like the tip of like your thumb like they, they can be big which like hoorah for you it's easier to find and the only purpose of your clit your clitoris is to make you feel good like hell yeah think of it like a little pearl at the top of your vulva and then it, it gets swollen when you're turned on and can make you orgasm and it's like you're like rubbing this like little pearl that makes you feel good like that's yeah and then underneath that um is your urethra which is your pee hole um and then you got your big hole at the bottom where dicks go in and babies come out and i used to think that you peed out of this hole um i didn't know that there was actually a second hole and i had an argument with my friend once where i was like no you pee out of that hole like there's no other hole well there is it's like a tiny little hole that you pee out of above it's like between the clit and the big hole which i'm assuming you know but i just want to throw it out there in case you don't know or maybe you're a guy and you didn't know I don't know 
So everyone's going to be different sizes and shapes and colors. Each is unique and beautiful in their own way. And if you don't think so, then why would anyone else? So you got to learn to love it and find the power in your own vagina and the differences. Um, Somebody (laughs) mentioned that, I don't know if it was like a TikTok. I think it might have been a TikTok. They were like, there's this TikTok apparently that like labia size no actually I don't think this is right anyways labia size does not correlate with the tightness or looseness of your vagina that is just ridiculous and you know what if a guy ever tells you that you're loose then tell him that he's just not big enough okay I've never actually let this bother me I my vagina is the way that it is I don't really care if someone has a problem with the circumference of my vaginal opening because it actually doesn't affect me if your dick is not surrounded by my like you know what I mean? like it doesn't actually affect me and as a selfish as that may sound we deserve to be selfish about our bodies and protect them and love them for what they are so learn what makes you feel good okay masturbate baby i learned that some of my friends have never masturbated and i was just honestly so confused i actually started when i was really young and since then, I like I do it all the time. I do it very frequently. I deserve to feel good, and so do you. Learn what works and what doesn't. Honestly, I have a hard time orgasm orgasming. It takes a lot for me and a long time, and I have to do it in a certain way. So I would just like say to like explore that. I remember one time me and my friends were talking about this, and I was like, how long did it like take you to orgasm and they literally said that they can orgasm within like minutes and I was like excuse me like I wish um and that they can like orgasm multiple times like I'm a I'm a one-time girl okay like they usually have to like let it rest because it's like sensitive after before you go again but like I just I can't like I can't do it again and I thought my vagina was broken honestly I did but it's really just like a mental game and again like everyone's just it's different I don't whatever I suggest getting a toy um there's this really expensive but apparently worth it vibrator that comes with like attachments that all my friends talk about um I haven't got it yet but my birthday is soon (laughs) um I can't remember what it's called but I will like put it on my Instagram or something if you're interested in it um I'll have to ask them but someone also mentioned that it's difficult to get stimulated um either in general or like specifically after having an eating disorder or like dealing with an eating disorder which I can agree with Um, with changes in like your weight and your hormones or using birth control it plays a big part in either increasing or decreasing your sex drive which is another reason that we should take care of ourselves mentally and physically and balance our hormones and one way to do this which worked really well for me with bringing my period back decreasing period pain regulating not only my period but just my hormones in general and improving my sex life actually was seed cycling give it a little google search it's or i have a youtube video on it actually but it's it's pretty simple and straightforward um you just basically eat certain seeds for two weeks and then you switch the seed for another two weeks it helps balancing your hormones uh, which reminds me why do we feel the need to hide our tampons and pads Uh, sorry that that, I don't know how that reminded me of that but like we have to sneak them 
and secretly pass them to our friends when we don't want people to like see them or know that we have like a period when a period is like the most normal natural beautiful thing and everyone guys included need to get over it if it makes you uncomfortable like I just feel like we should be able to be like hey do you have a tampon in public and someone be like yeah here and like pass it like it's normal like you know what I mean I feel like we should just like openly talk about it more and not feel ashamed about it um so on the topic of periods I've actually never understood I used to never understand like period cramps I was pretty lucky I didn't have them my period was really regular for like most of my life I was also on birth control for like seven years honestly um from when I was like pretty young like pretty much by the time I got my period to like seven years later um and in the past like I just didn't have any problems with like regulation or pain or anything but in the past year my pain has gotten so bad and I've come to understand and appreciate how girls have to like go through this I have friends who literally get like flu-like symptoms like they get like cold sweats and like feverish and don't feel well and a friend who like literally can't even work because it's so bad and the cramps are bad and you know what we all experience it differently so let's just be kind to ourselves and others and not like judge people like I think that saying like oh she's on her period is like the worst thing like yeah I'm on my period my hormones are raging and there's nothing that I can do about it and I'm in pain and I have to like literally bleed out of my vagina and you know what like it's annoying it's not like it it is it so I don't know I don't personally like to mess with my hormones um anymore with birth control or using like an IUD or anything so like you know just use a condom you should use a condom in general STDs and all that like let's be safe um, so just do do some research, look up some natural remedies and, and like try some of them and find what works for you to help with your period pain and just like regulating your hormones in general. Also, my friends, get a diva cup. It's good for your body, it's good for your bank account, and it's good for the environment. I have been using a diva cup forever, haven't bought a tampon or a pad in like probably five years now, like a long time. I love her. She's like my best friend. It takes some getting used to for sure, but like it's literally a blessing. I got a lot of questions about it actually, so I'm just going to like quickly talk about it. People are like, what if you're in public and you have to change it? And the thing is that you you don't. You can leave it in for like 12 hours, so I just leave it in until I shower and then I do it in the shower. It makes it put getting it out easier you can just dump it right down the drain rinse it off in the shower and then inserting it is a lot easier because it's a little bit wet from the shower and you're like a little bit lubricated um but just kind of like pop a squat and like try to like relax and you just fold it up and put it in there um has anyone ever been sitting down and been like oh my god I got my period and you kind of like lift your butt off the seat so it like doesn't like leak and like spread anywhere but then you just like sit back down and you're like oh never mind because you realize that it was actually just discharge <laughs> or have you ever been embarrassed for like taking your underwear off and it's like white or like stained kind of in front of like a guy and you kind of like scrunch it up into a ball and shove it away so no one sees it like discharge is normal it's like my vagina she's just like doing her thing releasing an egg from my ovary it's healthy it's normal it can be thick and thin different colors pay attention to this clear and white's generally healthy sometimes white and like too thick and like smelly can indicate a yeast infection which we will talk about but like it can be like green brown gray which can mean something's off 
like a disease or vaginosis, which is just like inflammation from overgrowth overgrowth of bacteria. But things happen. Um, I'm queen of yeast infections. I actually had to get treated for having chronic yeast infections that never went away. And I still get them very often. It's annoying. They burn. One time the pharmacy was closed in the middle of the night when my vagina was on fire and I had to sit in an ice bath like while I was like crying to get it to like not hurt so badly. And there was like little paper cuts, like almost like not obviously they weren't paper cuts, but like paper cuts running vertically on my labia. I'm like, whew, that was not fun. Um, bladder infections. Never had one, but my mom has had a few and I just I felt so bad like it hurts and it's uncomfortable and it is not fun to deal with but these are like super normal things to happen don't feel ashamed about it or like you did something wrong or that you're like dirty like I don't know what you would think but like it happens like it's like getting sick or something it's not your fault let's treat it but like that's why it's important that we know and we talk about vaginas and these types of things so we can keep them healthy and functioning which reminds me don't put soap in your vagina hole it is a self-cleaning beauty okay be cautious what you're using to clean down there um just like a little bit of soap on the outside and like be careful about like what kind of like products you're using on your body in general but especially down there and let her breathe okay like don't be wearing your freaking tight ass underwear all the time like 24 7 i know friends who do this like just like always wearing underwear um try try to not like for periods of the day like wear something loose or just sleep naked like me like it's awesome i love it but anyways i got a little carried away i'm covering things fairly quickly because i feel like this is going to be like a pretty like long episode um So let's go back to sex and orgasms and all that fun stuff. I've slept with like a number of guys and it isn't often that they have actually been able to make me orgasm. (laughs) I mean, sometimes I don't blame them because like I find it hard to do myself sometimes and also sometimes it's like also partially my fault. But you know, there's also the fact that they don't know what a clit is or where it is or how to use it um but then again like it's a mental game so but we'll get into that I've never been one to actually orgasm from penetration I don't know why but I've learned that this is actually normal and not uncommon typically an orgasm is from your clit anyways and it's like um it's like a almost like a better orgasm but like if you can orgasm from penetration I'm jealous like maybe I just haven't found like the right way to do it but like honestly it's it's just I haven't been able to do it um I can't be the only one that gets like a little uncomfortable sometimes being eaten out like their face and their mouth like it's all up in between your legs I mean like come on and this is what I'm talking about how it's sometimes like partially not my fault but like on me for like not being able to orgasm and it's because um like I'm I'm laying there and I'm just focusing so much on like the sounds I'm making or I'm like stressing about like taking too long or that I'm not going to be able to come like 
and I get all up in my head to the point where like it just doesn't even feel good like a guy has to be really into it or else like I'm not into it because I feel like uncomfortable which I personally I think that's something I need to get over like you are lucky to put your face between my legs you know and I should just lay back and relax and enjoy it find your inner animal okay sex is like 80% mental and 20% physical I'm pretty sure I learned that from like a sex coach person um humans are actually very like we like we're derived from animal I don't think derived is the right word but we like we are animals okay we are instinctual and animalistic during sexual intercourse find it it's it's hard but try to let yourself relax and not think so much and just like feel and enjoy let whatever noise comes out come out move like don't even think about moving your body just allow your body to move in the way that it wants to and I feel like this is actually going to be more attractive anyways it's like just more natural and I think that a lot of guys actually get turned on by you being turned on and I mean like genuinely turned on as much as I think we're clueless like I think that they actually do know when it's like for real and and not but easier said than done meditation actually helps with this I'm just saying tunes you into your body more lets you have a little bit more control over your mind and calming it down um I know for a fact that sometimes I don't always taste good okay like sometimes yes sometimes no it's not really my problem um that's just my vagina for you Uh, sometimes your vagina gets smelly too okay like I feel like guys like tell me if I'm wrong here but do you ever feel like guys dicks like smell the same like there's just a certain smell and it's like oh that smells like dick I've wondered if that's the same for vaginas but sometimes I'm like oh yeah I can smell her like especially if you have a yeast infection like and then you can really know um but this is really normal And like diet and just like taking care of yourself can help with this um, if it's an insecurity. Um, I wish I had more to say about that. But typically, if I'm like actually turned on and stimulated, I swear I taste and smell better because it's like lubricating and getting itself ready for sex. And I feel like the type of like wetness that it like produces is like just like sweet. It's different. It's like sweeter almost that makes sense like yeah I'm not gonna lie I've I have in fact tasted it um (laughs) but anyways if you're actually turned on then your body will prepare you for sex and it shouldn't hurt um I've I've experienced some pain with sex sometimes and it's like mostly if I'm like resisting or if I'm like not relaxed enough or honestly if I'm just like not turned on enough um, but there is this thing called vagismus, vagismus. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's a condition that like involves like muscle spasms of like your pelvic floor muscles and it can make sex and even just like examinations or like putting a tampon in painful and like difficult or even sometimes like impossible. Um, and it's actually a lot more common than you think and a lot of girls mentioned this in reply to my story and I've also have friends who have this and personally I don't so like I can't even imagine or like talk about it from experience but it should be talked about because it is a thing and it's common for women and I would just suggest talking about it with the person you're having sex with to make it easier for both of you um i i wish i had more to say about it like things you could do or like advice if anyone has any suggestions on this because they this is something that they deal with let me know and i'll 
I'll post it on my story or something. But the thing about sex is that the, the like the foreplay, it's often overlooked and it's like the best part of sex. It's what turns you on. It's like what gets you going. It's what feels good, especially for girls because like I don't know about you, but like yeah, like yeah, I like like the actual sex part, but like not really as much as like the before the beforehand stuff of like touching, tickling, like teasing, like that kind of stuff. That should be like the bulk of your sexual experience, at least like that's how I personally like it. And that wouldn't actually have anything really to do with like a dick going up inside you. And so therefore, if you have that or you have problems with it get hurting, try to like focus more on foreplay and like enjoy that part of it because it's like a huge part of sex that's often overlooked and pretty much like is what having sex is. Like I've had like sexual intercourse where we literally like didn't actually um, like have sex. Like he didn't actually go inside me. We literally just did like like oral and like that kind of stuff the whole time and it was like probably some of like the best time of my life um but yeah that's really all I have to say about that let's move on to something I want to talk about which is hairy vaginas (laughs) if you want to leave the hair on your vagina leave the hair there if you don't want to take it off okay there's nothing wrong with either one if a guy or girl doesn't like it then they can suck it okay or you know what not suck it because they don't deserve you or your hairy vagina and it's about what makes you most comfortable in your body it is yours and it is yours to make decisions about have you ever left it so long that you had to actually like trim it first before you shaved it or else it would like clog your razor (laughs) the same my mom thinks it's absolutely absurd that girls feel the need to shave our vaginas she is team hairy vagina but personally, I feel more comfortable with no hair. I have really dark and thick hair. So even when I shave it, it's dark and prickly. It grows back fast. And it actually, like, my bikini line, okay, like, she grows past my bikini line. It's, like, borderline, like, inner thigh hair. And it comes, like, it comes up high, like, oh, it's everywhere. Um, and I decided I no longer wanted to deal with that. So I did get laser hair removal. I love it. I got it on my armpits, too. Um, it's an investment, but you can find places where it's like cheaper or like get a Groupon. Um, but if you think about all the money on razors that you're going to spend in your entire lifetime, it probably balances out. I mean, it might not, but let me just have that. Okay. And I am worth investing in anyways. I think that laser is probably going to be your best option if you really don't want the hair there. Helps with shadows. It helps with ingrown hairs, um, not having to upkeep it. However, it's not for everyone. If you want to keep the hair there, then keep it, baby. Like, do your thing. Or if it's dark when you do shave, um, that's normal. Most girls have this. We shouldn't feel embarrassed about it. If you think about it, it's actually more normal to have hair there, considering that is natural and that's the way that our bodies were made. But in societal terms, it's probably, I would say it's considered more normal to not have there. So I can um not have hair there so I can get I can get feeling insecure about it I definitely have in the past um waxing could be a good option gets rid of shadows and possibly can like help with ingrown hairs maybe um but it hurts and you gotta let it grow out but I also think letting it grow out a little bit before you shave too really helps or else I get like mad razor burn um and ingrowns if I like shave too soon after having just shaved um 
but it also helps when you shave with the grain like let's be honest though like it's gonna be prickly and so you gotta shave against the grave if you grain if you want it to be smooth as a baby's bottom um but there was times when I wouldn't shave to resist temptation with a guy <laughs> like I knew that I I feel more comfortable with having it shaved so I would purposely not shave to stop myself from getting down and dirty with a guy um when I knew that I wouldn't be able to like resist temptation uh <laughs> but it doesn't matter what he thought about it it's what I felt about it they'd be like oh no like I don't care like let's just do it I'm like okay no this is not about you this is about me and my vagina it's mine okay um but it just made me realize like we're so concerned about like what a guy will think about it but like really it's a vagina guys they don't care and if they do care then like like I said they can not suck it um when I think about guys, I do, I enjoy when it's shaved, but like you don't really find out until you like whip it out of their pants anyways. And by that time it's like kind of too late. Um, but you kind of just like get over it. Like it's normal. You do what you were going to do and it's pretty much the same, except there's hair there. Um, accept others, accept yourself. And we should not be constantly like making it a thing when a girl decides to not shave her vagina or even her armpits. Um, We should just accept people for the way that they are and the choices that they want to make and just normalize everything. It doesn't mean that every girl shouldn't shave or that every girl should. It's the fact that we are entitled to make our own choices and feel good about the choices that we make. Um, So you, you know what? You could do a landing strip. I've never done this, but I have a friend who does. Like, go crazy. It's like a beard. You can do whatever you want. Like, design it. Um, But yeah, I think that that's actually really all I had to say about vaginas I just kind of wanted to like talk about them um I feel like I thought this was going to be a much longer episode than it actually turned out to be so if we want to like part two or if there's anything that I missed or something that you thought about or something you want me to go deeper into let me know because I had a lot of fun with this podcast episode and I will talk to you guys in the next one As always, have a good day, night, evening, whatever you're doing, and I will talk to you in the next one. Okay, love you. Bye.